previously on the David Eagle podcast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Oh, 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 oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, me. Oh, oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. It's the David Eagle Podcast. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> it's the David Eagle Podcast. Imagine if people haven't heard the podcast before, maybe this is their first one, and now they're listening absolutely intrigued, maybe thinking, oh, this sounds like uh, quite the erotic podcast, and they're getting really excited. Oh, it wasn't anything erotic going on. It was drinking herbal tea, drinking and smelling herbal tea for our feature, Herbal Tea of the Week. Uh, there will be no Herbal Tea of the Week this week. We're going to give it a little bit of a break, a, t- a tea break, I yep. suppose, for the next few weeks. Uh, but we will be back with a new category uh, very shortly. Uh, always like to uh, start a podcast by telling you what's not coming up. I think it's <laughs> a few broadcasters do that, but uh, that's why we have at least six listeners. Woo. So that, that's from our feature Herbal Tea of the Week, and I realise I say my goodness quite a lot. Although I realised, Ellie, I'm not the only oh my goodness sir. Obviously you said now and again, but that's probably because I've rubbed off on you. Oh, this is about the erotic <laughs> podcasting. There is one erotic episode, so we just keep referencing it here. Also, yeah. last week, a couple of weeks ago, our special guest was Boff Wally from yeah. Shumba Wumba. He made the following exclamation during the podcast. Oh my goodness. So then, <laughs> <laughs> There's both. So I think we need listeners here on Oh My Goodness Watch. If it sort of crops up with any of our guests or anything like that, then feel free. Maybe that could be the, uh, this week's drinking game. Although I think we're going to try not to say Oh My Goodness ourselves. That's quite easy for me because it's not really one of my phrases. No, you're more, you're a lot bluer, aren't you? I really? really? Am. <laughs> exactly. I think it's from having been a primary teacher and not allowed to swear in front of children I swear a lot more in my real life alright so I've, done, I've been doing quite a few things in <laughs> schools at the moment so maybe that's going to happen with me you did actually swear while we were in the middle of a zoom thing while we had the zoom thing open because we are doing online schools <laughs> but fortunately the children weren't in and you just came through the room and it was muted you were on but a break you we weren't were. like, it wasn't like you were in the but midst still, of teaching children but still it yes. put me on edge <laughs> we are videoing this because a lot of podcasters are doing videos now to sort of promote the podcast and put so they can put little sections on Twitter and that yeah. kind of thing. Which means that we can't be as casual as we, we were for other nope. podcasts. Obviously, if you remember, Ellie, at the start of, I think it was a podcast three weeks ago, You uh, the podcast started like this. I might unzip my dress a bit and release... Ooh. Release my boobs. But uh, we can't do that. It's to be in. fair... So that's, that's the erotic episode no, again. To be fair, David, we could do that because it was a side zip and so um. nothing would be revealed on a video. Oh, okay. I would just be a lot more comfortable. I Maybe did say she is to doing you, it then. Well, my I did goodness. say to you... Oh, I didn't even mean to do it! Oh, no! Oh, my goodness! I, I know! <laughs> I did say to you, if we're having to video this podcast, I should put a bra back on. Because yeah. as soon as I came back from work, I just took it off. 
if people are watching this bit on the video, I don't think we're going to put the whole podcast out as a video. Oh, God, So no. it's unlikely that this bit is being looked at. But what people will see, potentially, I don't know where no, the camera's... Can't. Oh, they can't see it yeah. anywhere. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Oh. So they can see from about here, oh, here up. What's the point? I might so, just, I'll put it back in my trousers then. Oh, get your hands oh off. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what people can see, though, they can't see the delightful circles that I've made for your studio to help absorb the sound. They're, they're like form circles. Yeah, they're to the left and right of us, but they can see a couple of old duvet covers strung across the back of the wall. Because no expense spared on the podcast, listeners. No. This is a professional operation. We've got bed... Again, people might be thinking, oh, this is quite erotic. You've got this bed... They've got the bed sheets ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but what, what we haven't alluded to, what the listeners can't see, whether you're listening to the podcast or whether you're watching the podcast, what you can't see mm. uh, <laughs> is uh, the fact that I'm reading... I've got a Braille thing here, like a Braille display. We could lift it up to the camera. Oh, I could do. Hang on. There we go. Hey! hey! <laughs> <laughs> there was it. Well worth doing that video. Yeah. I've made notes for this podcast, Ellie. You know, just sort of helpful yeah. little hints and that kind of thing. I thought that might be quite useful. You've not got the full script on or anything. Not the full script, no. no. Say, oh my goodness, now, <laughs> cue Bob. No, it's all very scripted. I thought that it would help just to have a few sort of handy notes, you know, just sort of salient points like interrupt Ellie if she gets a bit too much. Because normally what happens is I've got a few notes, but they're on the computer and yeah. it's got it's been read to me by the the voice on my computer yeah. but also all the clips and everything are on the computer as well and obviously I'm listening to you well sometimes I am sometimes and if I've got this voice going on in my head as well this monotonal voice then I find it difficult to listen to the screen reader uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry I, I haven't done a live sort of physical gig for quite a long time doing stand-up so I've just taken to laughing at my own jokes and applauding myself <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's gone leading to now uh, so I've got some notes, and on my notes, it uh, declares I have a new feature, Ellie. Uh, what? Right, so oh. before we get into oh. the new feature... OK, I like it, because it's just... kind of like a tease. I thought oh. you weren't doing a tease. Uh, it's not Herbal Tea of the Week isn't on this week, but no, it's good because it builds drama. I say, oh, I've got a new feature. The listeners are going, oh, what is it? Ellie takes you off in a different dimension. Oh, what, what are the listeners... And then you talk about the different dimension <laughs> for 20 minutes. So the, this is the director's commentary. Say, you've been really excited because you've got the brailler out and you've made your notes, but you have not told me anything. So I don't know what's going on today. No. I mean, I don't know how many, if you've known what's been going on most of the other times, to be honest, but there we are. <laughs> if you have, then you've done a very good job of covering it up. Um, <laughs> actually, we haven't, you haven't done a very good job of covering it up. We talked about that earlier. We have a new feature, Ellie. It's an email-based feature, because I've been getting a lot of spam emails, and normally I just ignore them. I sort of have a little bit of a chuckle, and then I just delete them. But yeah. I thought it might be quite interesting to read out some of the, uh, the, the more interesting spam emails that I've got. Excellent. So we're going to do that, and you weekly feature. I was wondering what to call it. I had a few sort of working titles. Wham, bam, thank you, spam, but I didn't really like that one. A spammer in the works. Because I'm inundated by spam, so I thought yeah. the Spamish Armada, oh. maybe. But I've ended up, I've gone for this one, Ellie, um, okay. and I've got the little jingle for it here. Spammer time. 
Oh, God. That's, oh, well, God. That's, well, right, so I think that's what we're going to call the feature there, spammer <laughs> time. But don't worry, listeners, just because we've got new features, it doesn't mean to say that we are resting the old faithfuls. Cassette roulette is back. Ooh. Ellie will once more be putting her hand in my big box. Yeah. People are getting excited again, thinking, oh, he's that kind of... No, no. In fact, what we'll do this time, Ellie, is we'll bring out one of the boxes because yeah. my dad has brought... We saw the family um, yeah. a few weeks ago and my dad has brought here two massive boxes of cassettes. So we have yeah. even more cassettes. So these are cassettes that I recorded from my childhood up until my teenage years. I recorded all sorts of stuff, whether it's me doing things, whether it's radio shows, all sorts of things. And Ellie will put her hand in the big box of cassettes. She'll pull one out and then we're going to play whatever is on that cassette, no matter how incriminating. Potato News returns with some potato-based listener intel mm-hmm. and also a potato-based confession from me, Ellie. Uh, don't Ooh. worry, Ellie's blushing now. If you can't say that on the camera, there, it's not that. It's not that. We won't be talking about that. Don't worry, Ellie. And uh, we'd like to dedicate this show to Bob, who yeah. is the uh, Labour councillor or was the Labour councillor for Hillsborough. He wrote, and maybe this is one of the reasons, because when you look to your politicians or when you look to your councillors, you know, if you kind of got to sell yourself with your opening sentence on your leaflet, people are going, oh, what's this guy got to offer me? And I, I think he went in a little <laughs> bit too esoteric, um, yeah. a little bit too maybe philosophical. I don't know if it's sort of a, a Buddhist thing or something, but he's, he wrote, uh, I have lived for most of my life. I think he meant to write, I am he- I've lived here for most of my life. But that's his opening <laughs> sentence, I have lived for most of my life. And maybe people thought, you know, that this is a story of some way. I mean, I don't know, we're, we're sort of taking the mick. Maybe he's been in a coma or something like that. <laughs> but he's still technically living then. Perhaps he was suspended animation or he had some sort of zombie uh, problem. But he, he's, he hasn't made it in. But we'll dedicate nope. the show to him. We can't actually remember his name. I've just called him Bob because I can't remember. This is, the, this is the kind of thing you get when you write notes, you see. Well, Bob it's something, really... wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, of course it was Bob something. Yeah, no, but I mean... Of course it was. It's like... That's really helped, Ellie. I would say, oh, he's called Bob, and you're going, yeah, it was, I think it was Bob something. Uh, I yeah. know, but it was... I think it was. It was something <laughs> uh, Mr. Like... Mr. Bob something, I think, if I remember rightly. I mean, you might say if I was to write notes, then mm. I could have I could have maybe researched that in advance. <laughs> the trouble is, I've only reading my notes now realised that uh, I'm not very good at writing notes, to be honest. <laughs> I've, oh, what's it? Cucumber. I've written cucumber. I don't know. No idea why, but uh, anyway. <laughs> As I say, I've been doing school stuff. Yes. over the last week, Ellie. Because we've done on the podcast lots of different features, haven't we? Remember we in have. the first podcast we had our adult quiz courtesy yes. of my antisocial neighbours yeah. reading out facts about elephants' penises and that kind of thing and, yeah. and we had to do a quiz on it. Well, I, I suddenly worry that because we've done lots of like Google searching to find out bits of information for the podcast, so when we're doing these online school workshops for primary school children, because we, we do a lot of sort of screen sharing and that kind of thing, thing like playing videos and I sort of worry that they can see my search history because mm-hmm. I don't know what they what if they can see the tabs on my screen or if it just shows the video screen and mm-hmm. I just had a, a worry that maybe you know suddenly an elephant's penis would just flash up on the screen or something <laughs> like that but it hasn't happened yet <laughs> oh something else that happened uh, this week yeah I couldn't sleep during the the night so I decided uh, you know in a sort of a, a natural thing rather than just lie there I suddenly <laughs> had the idea to get up and make a prog rock remix of Chris Christian Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle. <laughs> so uh, I put this out on... Well, I'll, I'll play you a little bit now. Genie in a 
quite excited about this because I was in this sort of weird, sleep like a slightly deprived. giddy, dr- yeah. drunk, sort of sleep deprived feeling at like three o'clock in the morning. And I've suddenly, instead of going to bed, I've got out of bed and created this. And then I thought, oh, I'll put it on Twitter and that kind of thing. Because, you know, I've done other remix videos. I did my Tetris one with yep. Ian Jury and the Blockheads. See what I did there? Thank you very much. David Bowie and Mario. No pun there. You can't <laughs> win them all. And of course, my Nirvana Sea Shanty mix smells yeah. like Shanty Spirit. They've got like 15,000 each, the first two. Then the Nirvana one got 35,000 on yeah. Twitter and then another 15,000 on Facebook. So 50,000 in total. You know, I've done videos in the past of like 120,000 across social media. So I was thinking, oh, this is really pretty Surely. exciting, actually, yeah. because, you know, people seem to like the remixes. And I also did a little video for it. I thought, well, it's too late in the night to get up and do my the thing that I did for the other videos where I'm sort of like dancing around and, and you mixing. Would have had to- woken me up. I'd have had to walk over you to do it. Yeah. Which wouldn't have visual. gone down well. So I thought, well, what can I do for the video? So I thought, well, there's the, the music video for Genie in a Bottle, so I'll just take the music video and I'll just edit that to make sure that it fits with the audio. Mm. So I just did a very crude edit of Christian Aguilera. When I say crude, I mean, like, you know, just like chopping and changing. I didn't sort of do anything <laughs> dodgy or anything like that. I put a stuck an elephant's penis on her head. You are beautiful. Well, see what you think about this. Right. <laughs> I then uploaded it to Twitter and then I had some sleep and I think about 9.30 and then I woke up because I was so tired but I was excited at the same time because I was thinking, oh, where's this? What will have happened? How many thousand views are going to happen? Because in my first video that I did, I got uh, by 9 o'clock, I think it had, or 9.30 certainly, it had got a thousand views. Mm. So within the first 90 minutes, it had got a thousand views. So I thought, well, this is a Saturday morning. It's when I've uploaded the other mixes that have done really well. So I woke up about quarter to 10, something like that. And I thought, oh, I wonder how it's done. And I was ready. And I thought, well, don't get too disappointed, David, if it's only like, you know, four or five hundred or something like that. You know, it's people are talking about the election and that kind of thing. So I logged on and I had 40 views. I could not believe it. 40 views in an hour and 45 minutes. So anyway... I've no idea what happened. What I will say is that I also put it on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. But I woke up in the morning to the news that both YouTube and Facebook had said, oh, you can't have this. Blocked it. It blocked it for copyright reasons because of the music video. So it does mean if you want to see the video of the Christina Aguilera remix, the only place you can see it is Twitter. It was slightly frustrating as well, though, because I had to shorten the tweet because you're going to get two minutes, 20 seconds, so you don't get the end. So now that end does not exist Mm. anywhere. It didn't really creep up at all. By 11 o'clock, it had gone up to like 80 views or something like that. And I was absolutely shocked by it. So <laughs> Ellie had seen my excitement in the in, in the night. And, yeah. I, and uh, <laughs> Makes a change. Exactly. <laughs> but Ellie had already got up a couple of hours earlier and she'd gone into work. So I just sent her a little message and I said, oh, I appear to have woke, <laughs> I've woken up this morning and I appear to have released a damp squib. <laughs> and I just assumed that maybe she'd have looked at the Twitter and she'd have seen how many things the views had got but she hadn't she no, she I... was at work she looked at this Just so I appeared to have released a damp squib and her first thing was oh he's a, obviously a, he's ejaculated in the bed <laughs> I thought you'd had a wet dream because you said wet dream because <laughs> you'd said I've 30... woken to have released a damp squib I hope the sheets aren't stained 
Oh, you just thought I'd dream. That's nice. Just thought I'd ejaculate in the bed. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the only likes I'd got as well. This is a bit. It's mainly me. Insult because it's you. It was you <laughs> and my brother. So I sort of discounted those likes. So I've absolutely no idea what happened. Like it just did not catch on at all. I will. I mean, I was going to say if you want to hear the full thing, then it'll be on the next David Eagles Pick a Mix whenever that comes out. But given that uh, response, <laughs> I clearly you don't. It was a really good. Mix. I've just uh, thought, Ellie. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> the reason why I you might have assumed that when I said I was released a damp squib, it was that I'd ejaculate. Maybe you thought it was to do with Christian Aguilera and the power of suggestion. Come, come. Let me out. That's what she said. She just no, that's got nothing to do with the song. She often says that during the podcast, but as you well know, Ellie, the doors are locked. The final total, listeners, four hundred and twenty. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. So it sort of made me a bit more self-conscious now about releasing other things. Because, for instance, on the podcast, we've done my dance remix yeah. of uh, the penis song. The Australian guy having an altercation with someone and shouting, get your hands off my penis. It's a famous viral video. We decided that this would be the perfect thing for a, a dance remix. And so we did one on the podcast. And at some point, I want to release that on Twitter. And again, I need to have a video for that. And I can't really think of much other than showing a bit of a, a video of him shouting, get your hands of my penis and having that video but also I sort of thought well people like the whole dance thing so maybe I'll do that but maybe I could dance with an inflatable penis so that's what I'm thinking of now the problem is I'm feeling a little bit self-conscious now because if I do a dance of me wiggling an inflatable penis around and dancing around the room and it gets like three likes and it's just my brother and my dad and you and, and my dad will be liking it but deep down he'll be yep. massively disappointed he'll his Catholic education is absolutely soul. wasted <laughs> oh. maybe we should have listeners uh, we should have them- listeners. I do oh say this. God. I do say this. Maybe we should have listeners recording themselves dancing to the bit that you've released on the podcast, and we can mix Ooh. that in to a video of all six of us dancing. Mary would be up for that, definitely. <laughs> I know you'd be up for my penis, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I know that because she was the one who, when I asked uh, for people to get in the shower and record themselves That's singing true. a song, she did. There was a reason for this, but we're not all going into the details. She was the person who sung the song that I requested and she stood in the shower naked. I mean, I don't know if she... I, yeah, well, I assume she was naked because you could hear the running water and stuff. But, there yeah, we are. if anybody wants to record themselves dancing around I'm gonna, to the clip of my penis... I'm going to dance around with, with my with my penis and hopefully I don't... <laughs> hopefully that's not going to be a damp squib. Um, I mean, I'm... Uh, hello to anyone I work with who's listening to this. And hello to any of the school children who have found this. Um, and that is one of the worries. Because I put an age protection on the YouTube stuff, but you can't really do that with a podcast. No, and my niece likes listening to all of your stuff, and she's only 10. I'm I'm sure that Bob, if he's listening, the Labour councillor, it's been a bit of a hard time for him. He hasn't been elected, but the thrill of being... Someone will say, oh, Bob, you were dedicated on the podcast. They didn't know your second name, but... yeah, I talked a little bit about you, and then they were talking about elephants' penises and (laughs) ejaculating in beds and stuff. I'm sure Bob would be really uh, welcome the dedication that we've... uh, we've given uh, to him today. <laughs> cassette roulette. Put your hand in my big box. Pull out a cassette. We have no idea right now what's on it yet. But then we press play. We'll hear what we get. It's time to play a game we call cassette roulette. Ellie Skinner is back with my big box. 
She's holding it up for the camera. Ellie's lifting the lid. Yeah. But, but we can't lift the lid on what's on the tape yet because she hasn't picked it out. Oh, it's a blue cassette. It's a blue cassette. 90-minute uh, neons from Maxwell. So, what is on this tape? We're going to find out. I'm going to head into the uh, the other room with the tape player. Digitise this, so Ellie's going to head off and I'm going to have a little listen to what's on it and then we're going to come back and we're going to reveal all. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. There we are, <laughs> On this week's Cassette Roulette. It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette. Right then, Ellie. I'm yep. going to press play. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> come on, if you're hard enough. What do you think's going on here? Come on, if you think you're hard enough. Oh, that isn't part of the competition at all. Snapped your end off, haven't you? I don't know. This is some uh, local breakfast radio oh, thing. Okay. So, um, well, I'll, I'll reveal what they're doing, Ellie. Rhubarb thrashing. First thing on a Friday, you can't beat it, can you? There you go, a bit of rhubarb thrashing. What? I don't know exactly know what it is. I just assume that you take a stick of rhubarb and you just try and knock the end off the other Excuse person's. Me? Yeah, knock the end off the other person's rhubarb. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. So. I thought we were back on penises. Meanwhile, Ellie, mm. on a, another radio station, mm. uh, this is taking place. <laughs> What, 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 my car? Hey, how do you confuse a fool? Hmm? Have you any ideas, Ellie, how you confuse a fool? <laughs> Playing them clips of this? I don't uh, know. How do you confuse a fool? Tell what you do. Give him two spades and ask him to take his pick. <laughs> <laughs> so. You look really pleased with that, I, and I don't. <laughs> I'm not pleased with the joke. I'm, I love the jingle. It's the jingle that gets it. I mean, jingle's great. <laughs> I like that bit. I think we can <laughs> maybe use that and clip that out and use that for something. But no, the joke itself is. I mean, but they, I think people now, maybe listening to this podcast and thinking, oh, it's not very good. Well, there you go. That's what you could have. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a little bit of a music quiz. All these are radio okay. clips, Ellie, okay. from this particular cassette. I'm thinking that we're probably in, I don't know, 98, 99, okay, something so like that, maybe. I'm not guessing the year based on the music or anything. No, no, okay. I might help you, I don't know. Okay. Or you might hear a song in there and go, ah, no, no, that's 2000, I don't know. But Now, the thing is, I have not identified what these are. So uh, we can't Shazam because we're filming on yours. My goodness. Oh, oh my goodness, watch. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, but let's see what... I think I know what some of the songs are. Let's see if you can okay. work out what some of the songs are here. So what's happening here is I'm flicking through the radio and it's just getting snatches of songs. Again, Monday after... I'll challenge you one day. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so I got Design for Life, Manic Street yes, Creatures. Yes, I've got that one. I want it that way. I want it that Backstreet way. Boys. Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Um, you might have to play it again, and I'll see if I, I can think get I know. I'll tell you which one I think I know okay. as well. That one. There. Oh, you might need somebody's yeah. Shola Amma. That's the one, Shola Amma. Yeah. Yeah. Reaches for your heart. 
Oh, yeah. Up and let them in. That's I the... had her album. Okay. So I've got that one. Yeah. We've sort of, we think we <laughs> have. We could try shazamming that a little bit. Um, oh. Couldn't we? That'd be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we'll do that afterwards. But uh, My Suit Preacher's Designed for Life, yeah. definitely. There's another weird Money one, after. though. I'll challenge you one day. <laughs> and it comes back twice as I obviously okay. flick from one bit onto another one. So this one's Designed yeah. for Life, My Suit Preacher's. Yeah, this one. And then it's back to my suit. And then back to that one again. So anyone knows what this one is in between the Manic Street Preachers, let us know. Can't hear any of the words. It might be there, but that's not going to... Don't know. So no idea what that is. Anyone knows. Learn <laughs> the letters. excitement of cassette roulette. Exactly. We should get your phone, maybe, shouldn't we? I don't know that it's long enough to... No, I don't think it's going to get that. No. Well, why don't we try at the end of the podcast? Yeah. And then we can do it as a kind of a, a, a rejoinder, an addendum, if it has got yeah. what it is. Or Something to look forward to. Or if ever we start a Patreon... <laughs> Can be a oh, what a great special. tease that would be. And people pay their money, and then we say, you know that time that we tried to oh. work out what the song was? Oh, we didn't work it out. Never but thanks out. for your money. It's an exclusive there that only Patreons get. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. So this one, okay. Ellie, is um, a show that was on, on Five Live, and it's a compilation of some uh, comical commentary moments uh, from football. Yeah. And uh, so football commentators. And the uh, first one you're going to hear is just a, 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 a standard sort of Five live commentary of England versus Colombia uh, in 1988. And it'll be a Colombian corner kick over on the far side. Herrera, the central defender, goes forward. Header comes in. Brilliant header, too, from Escobar. And a goal for Colombia from the corner kick. This is the exact same corner that you've just heard there from the Colombian perspective. Colombia, Colombia, <laughs> mi tierra dorada, golazo, 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 colombianísimo, Carlos Mario, con golpe de cabeza y se infla la valla de Inglaterra, Colombia, Colombia, mi patria querida tiene uno, Inglaterra tiene uno. Now my favorite bit about that, at the end, he's saying England won. Colombia won. Yeah, so they've drawn so equal, so it's, that's exciting. It's an, yeah, it's an equaliser, but it's not as if they've won the game or anything like that. That's just a that's just drawing level. No, that's just bringing them back into <laughs> into just, contention. I don't speak Spanish, but yeah. I think I can understand everything he's saying. Well, <laughs> yeah, because he's saying goal, goal and Colombia, Colombia <laughs> and then one. <laughs> uh, the next one. Okay is uh, a Scottish commentator on Five Live mm-hmm. um, who has a little bit of an incident. Have a lot of officials at these European games march up having to track, and it's not only distracting, but when it blocks one view... view. <laughs> and my apologies, my apologies, those little frill cheers that I spoke about earlier have collapsed, and you now have the site, much to the merriment, of the 
Hungarian fans here, you have the, the sight of John Blair, I'm sure at least 14 stone, and myself, over 15 I fear, sitting on the track, flat on our backs. I managed to recover the microphone. <laughs> the chair is being recovered for me. I, I, I think it's a bit risky sitting on it, but I'll try it. So... <laughs> He's very composed, given that he's just fallen he does, to the floor. The sound he makes when he falls. You're, you're. <laughs> <laughs> That's so loud, that bang. And I love it. You're, 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 as he falls. You're, you're. I mean, that's a professional, though. He doesn't swear no. as he falls off the chair. Not like I would. That's I've managed brilliant. to recover the I, microphone. I love the fact as well that the Hungarian fans, you can just suddenly hear them laugh. <laughs> yeah. You can just hear them laughing, that's brilliant. Ah, I mean, goodness knows what would have happened if, they, if they, one of the Colombian commentators had fallen off the chair. It would have been a <laughs> full-blown drama there. Another Scottish uh, commentator now, uh, doing a little bit of uh, summarising at the end of a match. And for the most part, young McLaren did just that. Uh, Hearts... Ah, sorry, hang on a second. Oh, that's just ghastly. Sorry, a pigeon's just shit all over my notes. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, that's what happens you come out of the press box. On a day when the weather blew away two Premier Division games as well as one in the... Ah, oh, Jesus, it's, it's a... on my coat and all. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the uh, the football commentators uh, there. The next one is from a talk show. And we've heard from this guy before. He goes by the name of Alan Ross. We've heard from this guy before. He did a talking show on TFM, yeah. the local radio station in Teesside in the northeast. And he is presumably he's imparting some advice to someone who's called up who wants to be on the radio. He wants to work in radio. And this guy is obviously, Alan Ross has said, I'm gonna I'll give you some advice. So I must have started recording, thinking, yeah, oh thinking, this yeah, this is my way in. This could be this could be it, you know. So because I was interested in getting into radio, I should be very proud of myself now doing a, a podcast for Carl, Mary, Amore, <laughs> Justin, and Phil. Uh, I feel guilty because I'm sure I've forgotten one, but I can't remember who it is. Um, <laughs> we do have a new listener though. We'll cut yeah. to that in potato news shortly. But first, see, I'm just keeping the listeners interested. If they're not interested in this, they go ah. Oh, I was going to switch off, but he's now mentioned potato news. I definitely keep listening. Anyway, so I started recording, and uh, this is what happened, Ali. Are you ready for the, the yes. advice here? Here we go. Listen, mate, there is one thing that's certainly true. Shall I tell you the best bit of advice I was ever given? Get experience. Well, yeah, but the, the best bit of advice I was ever given, and I have, I have passed it on to people. I mean, so to be serious for a moment, if I, do, if I do come across people that I think are worth encouraging, you know, then I do. So he's really labouring the point that he's mm. going to do this advice. So I'm listening now, I'm on 10 talks. What's the advice going to be? I mean, yeah. honestly, here. Um, and what I was told by somebody who uh, I respected a, a great deal was... And then the tape clicks off. <laughs> the tape clicked off! And I... I oh. I turn the tape over and there's nothing on the, the on the other side. It doesn't have the rest of the advice. <laughs> so I've, what we now have, which he played a little bit later on mm. on the show, is a little compilation that he has made that this uh, presenter has made. Alan Ross, he's made to advertise to, to say this is the best of my talk show. Okay, so I'm going to play you a few clips that he deems as highlights. Here we go. Now, you either answer my question or you get off this show. 
Uh, excuse me, I didn't start this conversation with that. Well, I'm going to finish it. Sorry, I love that. Because that doesn't sound like he's in the moment and doing it. It almost sounds like he's staged that. Yeah. He thinks he wants to be one of those shock jock upfront talk show hosts because it just doesn't sound the way he's Well, Well, I'm going to finish it. It says on my script here. It's like a Jeremy Kyle of radio. I squat. Well, Jeremy Kyle was on the radio, wasn't was he? That's he? How, yes, yes. Jeremy okay. Kyle started off on the radio doing that kind of thing, upfront sort of shock jock talk show. Yeah. And then I think this guy might have been sort of thinking, oh, this is, you know, when they when they knew that ITV needed a reality no sort of... talking. Maybe he sent this demo tape in. Now, yeah. you either answer my question or you get off this show. Uh, excuse me, I didn't start this conversation with that. Well, I'm going to finish it. So... <laughs> It was very disappointing when he didn't get the call. But this guy's got range, Ali. Yeah. Because in the next clip he plays, uh, he goes straight in and you'll hear the different types of broadcasting that this guy is capable of. You know, you get off this show. Uh, excuse me, I didn't start this conversation with Well, that. I'm going to finish it. Number 10, Shepherd's Pie. So there you go. He's <laughs> really got range. One minute he's having it, I'm going to finish it. And then the next thing, Shepherd's Pie. <laughs> Maybe that was the conversation that we were having. Sorry, I didn't start this. Well, I'm going to finish. Is it number ten? Shepherd's pie. I'm gonna read, pie. finish reading my pie list. Thank you very much, pie chart. So, <laughs> so obviously that's one of his features. The top ten best pies. <laughs> well, I'm gonna finish it. Number ten, shepherd's pie. Number nine, rhubarb. Oh, not, oh, it's back again. Brubar's back. Not after we know what, what it's been doing. It's, it's on the same radio show. It's on the same radio station. Oh. Only earlier that morning, the rhubarb was being used, so we want to be careful. Eh? Well, We've just got the porno channel on Sky. Oh, yeah. And we think it's absolute crap, you know what I mean? There's no, like, things and bits and doodah. Number five, <laughs> egg and bacon. So, uh... Do you think because you're because you're of mixed parentage yeah. that you've uh, you've not got as big a willy as no, you might have? That, that's, that's my point. Number three, chicken and mushroom. Out of a tin or made by your own fair hand? Out of the tin. Out of the tin. Which yeah. which sort of which sort do you prefer? Wow, it's ambrosia. Number one, <laughs> beef and onion. Right. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> that was his, like his highlight. That's reel. his highlight reel. I mean, in fairness, if someone listens to our podcast at yeah. the start and we've got our compilation, it's just me going, but, oh, my yeah. goodness. And, ooh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then people might be like, well, you can't really talk, David. Well, many people say that, actually. <laughs> well, you, no, they say, you shouldn't really talk, that, David. The That's emails we've been getting through. Exactly. That's uh, Cassette Roulette for this week. Ellie, we'll do another one. Don't you worry about it, mate. Next right. week. But right now... <laughs> Spammer time! It's time for our new feature. Now, I thought of that jingle after I'd already recorded another one, Ellie. Okay. So I do have another jingle yeah. for this feature. So I'm going to play that for you now, and then I'm going to read my uh, chosen spammy mill of the week. Okay. But here's the little jingle that I did come up with. Ah, you junk, you junk, you silly old fool. It's so plain to see. You're clearly a scam artist after me money. Well, it's many an email I've received a hundred thousand more but a Nigerian prince with a yahoo.co.uk address I never did see before so there we oh, are for all you folk fans out there and a little snort <laughs> at the end as I love I was going to edit they can hear the little snort at the end no, I was going like to I was going to edit the snort out or but then 
I didn't because at that exact moment as I was doing this, there was a lightning storm oh, going yeah. on, wasn't there? Yeah. And I thought, I don't really want... If I get struck by lightning because I've been trying to edit out a snort, <laughs> and I thought, the last thing I know... Well, I mean, I'm dead, and someone goes, oh, what was the last thing he ever did? What was it? And they put, they put it on that. and say, this is the final legacy of David Eagle. <laughs> ah, you junk, you junk, you silly old fool. And then, <laughs> with no... We'd have to play it at your funeral. <laughs> Yeah, this is the last thing, everybody. As you know what, this as you what file out, what this is exactly, as you file out, just remember, David, now. Ah, you junk, you well, junk. It could be worse. It could be, get your hands off my penis. <laughs> He's like, well, should we play the uh, Prog Rock the Remix of Ginny in a Bottle? No, I don't no. think you can't find it anywhere. No, no, no one wants that. We did have a very tiny millisecond... Nope. Uh, Oh, she knew one of our new listeners. Hello, Millie. <laughs> Millisecond power cut during the hailstorm. So I'll read a couple out, actually, because okay. this one's very short. Okay. This one simply says, be the top on the Google. So this, <laughs> this person is, adv- is saying that they can get me to the top of Google search results, but it just sounds like uh, someone who doesn't know anything about the internet writing, doesn't it? <laughs> it's the kind of thing like uh, an old-age pensioner would say, so like someone in their 90s or something like that. Be the top on the Google. Uh, he's doing really well on the Google. He's our grandson. So <laughs> I don't really want to take uh, advice from that person. But this person has emailed me, yeah. and uh, he wants to go into... Um, it's called, it's called, well, the email's called Mutual Partnership. Oh, lovely. Okay, so it sounds nice. Dear prospective partner, I hope you are observing all the COVID-19 safety guidelines. Good start. That's nice. So it's yeah. good to have someone safety conscious there. I like yeah. it. My name is Michael Rosenfield, head of tracing and unclean deposits, International Monetary Fund. I am contacting you regarding the sum of 25 million US dollars abandoned in the account of this organization under my department of a deceased depositor who died of COVID-19 complications. Oh dear. I would like to present you as his next of kin. Does that mean I am his next of kin? Or he'd just or like just to present me as next of kin? that you could be. That I couldn't be, yeah. forward as an option. So I don't know. But if, if he's basically telling me that someone has died in my family, bearing in mind I'm next of kin, yeah. it's a bit of a strange thing. To, to, rather than saying, firstly, really sorry, sorry for, the, for your me. loss. I also hope the news has reached you, because this would be a very odd way of finding out. Very odd. So you wouldn't start an email, mutual partnership. So then if I had lost a, a loved one, yeah. it's a very strange way to find out. And very then, harsh. And then, but also, <laughs> to say, bearing in mind this person died of complications relating to COVID-19, yeah. he starts his email. Now, if I knew that I've lost someone due to COVID-19, and this guy's getting in touch, he knows this as well. Yeah. He then gets in touch with me to say, oh, I hope you're uh, observing all of the uh, COVID-19 safety guidelines because uh, as you know one of your own's been taken down by that, uh, that disease it's a very strange way of operating I'd like to present you as next of kin so this fund can be paid to you and both of us share it equally so this seems oh. very odd why would I suddenly be sharing this some equally I don't quite understand why if you were interested <laughs> so what happens if I wasn't interested? If he's in my, do I just ignore it and I don't get the? And he just gets the twenty-five million. What happens if you are interested? Indicate through my personal email address, and I can give you full details. 
And I'm thinking, full details would be nice. Like, who who's this person died? is? Who's, How am I related to Who's them? this relative who's died? Why it doesn't are you say that. half my inheritance? It doesn't say that, though. It, it says, I can give you full details of how the transaction will be executed. Mm. So it still doesn't even, it doesn't even say full details of how your family member died no. or anything like that. So I have no idea what, what's going on here. I look forward to receiving your swift reply. No! Sorry for your loss or anything like that. Yeah. And then stay safe. It's almost like a bit of a rubbing it in here at the moment. Yeah. You could put in brackets, unlike your uncle Ebony yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I haven't replied. This could be rather awkward yeah. if my dad rings me up just after I release the podcast and I've, have you heard about your uncle Ebony? <laughs> and says, is anything to do with ivory? He says, I've told you, I don't hear anything more about that elephant's penis, David. Oh. Um, <laughs> That wasn't on my notes. Uh, just sort of <laughs> Ebony. Was the f- for some reason, Ebony was the first name that I came to. Is Ebony, Ebony is a name, isn't it? Yeah, it's Ebony for women. Is it? Yeah. Ah. Well, don't judge. Don't judge this person, no. you know. No. You'll be pleased to hear, Ellie, that we'll have yeah. another spammer time next week on Excellent. the podcast. But right now, it's time for... News! So this is Potato News, where we... Well, we've got a few things going on right now. We have three potatoes growing in the kitchen. <laughs> now, we've labelled them one, two and three, because we're imaginative like that. What's and- interesting is we're videoing the podcast for the first time and Normally we record potato news down in the kitchen where you can see the potatoes, and today we can't. Well, I mean, can you remember what? The oh, I know sa- what's, what's going on with them. You know what's going on with I them, so I don't feel we need them. to go down into the kitchen now. No. People might be thinking, well, how can you not go down into the kitchen, David? Because you need to slag off one sack of potatoes, True. and you need to encourage, encourage another set of potatoes because we're doing an experiment on the podcast inspired by Heston Blumenthal, where we talk positively to one sack of potatoes and negatively to the other sack of potatoes. Mm. However, we've not done a podcast now or a potato news, I think, for the last month. Three weeks. Well, did we do a potato news for herbal tea when we did the herbal tea special? Because it was all about tea, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think so. So I don't oh, think we... we did. We did because we had the roast potatoes with the Yeah, I know, but on. did we talk oh, to we the potatoes? No, we didn't talk to the potatoes. I don't think we talked to the potatoes. No. Never thought... Who would have thought we'd be having this kind of conversation? Did we talk to the potatoes? I can't remember. <laughs> well, we don't talk to each other anymore, so... No, often when we do when talk here. to each other, we if you're going to say anything, I'll say save it for the podcast. Yeah. So that's become You actually a, really do. That's become a catchphrase. It's not at all frustrating <laughs> save for the podcast oh you can't tell me this now save it for the save podcast and keep your mouth shut when we're making love <laughs> stop trying to share an anecdote <laughs> we haven't done a podcast where we've we talked to the potatoes for the last four weeks because we haven't had to do it for the podcast I haven't been doing it I haven't been shouting at the potatoes so because of that we haven't been doing a podcast so I just thought sort of walked past the potatoes a few times and I thought oh, I'll say something negative to them and to be honest I think I am a little bit of a walk snowflake because I just didn't have the heart. I didn't have the heart to to turn to a sack of potatoes when we're not recording and just go, ah, you bastards or whatever. It just seemed wrong. It just said, if they can hear me, and Heston Blumenthal reckons that if you do talk negatively to it, then they can hear and they know that you're doing it and they will wilt. I thought, I just can't do this. I didn't have uh, the heart in, I didn't didn't have it in me. When it comes to potatoes, I didn't have it in me. (laughs) I've insisted on that. What I found earlier on when we had a look at them and gave them a little water is that the original potato sack potatoes one two and three are growing strong they're all about equal right now but good potato bad potato okay 
So this is very interesting because what I'm thinking is mm. I think I'm going to abandon the experiment Ooh. of I think I'm going to have to of shouting at the potatoes because I just don't have it the heart to do it anymore. And it's probably not good for you either. No, it's not good for me. To be spreading the negativity. Exactly. And also I had a worry that it was hurting the positive potatoes because if I'm walking past them and going, ah, oh, you bastards, how do they know which one I'm talking to? Exactly. Unless I bring them into a different room. Then I had the problem of like, if I bring the negative potatoes into a different room to shout at them, the other potatoes might not know that's what I'm doing. So then the positive potatoes might think, well, why is he getting all the attention? So then I've got to take the positive potatoes into another room as well and I've got to say nice things to the positive potatoes. But what I found when I went to water them today. And this is another reason, Ellie, why I can't bring myself to do it anymore, because it's as if the potatoes have formed a united front here, isn't it? Yes, so they've kind of flopped over and intertwined their stems oh. and leaves and vines. Like they're hugging each other yeah, so for it's, support. It's as if the negative potatoes is going, oh, I can't deal with this. It's like, come on. Come on, you can, you can, you can do this. We did get a message, didn't we? We did, a new listener. So this is from Sean. Sean says he's ashamed to say that he's a little bit behind in this podcast listening. But when I saw this, I knew that I had to share it with you. I wonder if your potatoes are getting enough positive or negative comments to be affected in your experiment. And he's got a screenshot of an experiment that was put up on Facebook in 2019 from Steve Curran, who said his daughter's science experiment. The plants hear her voice recorded on a loop. The one on the far left hears negative, mean comments. The one on the far right hears positive, loving comments. My goal this year isn't is that to speak the, uh, the the way of the pol- the political situation <laughs> here, isn't it? With the far right getting all the love. But in mm. the picture, there's three plants. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> and they've uh, two of them have got recorders put in them all. Recorders phones, or phones or oh, something. Oh right, not the yeah. musical instrument. <laughs> Is that for the negative ones or the positive ones? So the, the plant on the left that hears the negative has not grown at all. The middle plant, which is presumably control, is maybe 10, 15 centimetres high. But the positive plant, I almost said my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the positive plant is about 35, 40 centimetres, has loads of leaves and looks really happy and well grown. I love it, looks really happy. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you've also had a another tweet reply. I don't know if you've seen it. I'll just see what it says. Oh, well, this could be very anticlimactic, listeners, <laughs> if we read this out. Oh, it's your one with uh, the picture of Boff with the blood on his head. Yeah. This Jonathan isn't... says, good job, we know he got back up again. Look uh... forward to the next podcast. That's another listener, David. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, actually, we can talk about this. So we asked Boff, um, who was last week's guest from Chumbawamba, <laughs> we asked Boff for a photo that we could use. And to promote the podcast. Describe the photo. You tell me what, what is decided is the best photo that would advertise the podcast So here. he's standing in front of a grey wall. He's got a blue jacket on. He's looking slightly off to the right. And on his left temple, there's some sort of injury. And he's just got blood that's poured down his face and dried. So it's hard halfway down his forehead and then across his nose as well. As I said on Twitter, maybe that's a photo of when he got knocked down and then maybe it's also when he suffered amnesia. (laughs) But we've also got a comment on Instagram from new listener Rowan who said it was a great episode. Well, there we go. There's almost ten people. If I knew that, (laughs) I don't know about you, Ellie, put a bit more effort into this one. 
And if any of you people want to dance around with an inflatable penis, feel free to send us that. It's the podcast that's called... I worked on my penis for an hour. That's the one. I worked on my penis. This is Nelly saying this. (laughs) (laughs) I worked on my penis for an hour. And this is what happened. happened. Hear what happened, yeah. There we go. So, so anyway, we were talking about potatoes. I think we've said, oh, yeah, so basically you've said, we've said everything there. We're not going to do it because I think it's a really happy ending that the two potatoes have, like, intertwined, the positive and and the negative ones. And And from now on, we're going to give the potatoes respect and love. Look at what happens when people unionise. Exactly. Or potatoes unionise. There you go. All right, Bob, cheer up, my friend. There's a political (laughs) message at the heart of this. (laughs) Potato, 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 News! I've got some gigs coming up in two weeks' time. We've got our comedy night from live to your living room. That's on Friday, the 28th of May. We have Sindhu V. Unless she gets offered another TV thing. But she's meant to be there this time round. Sindhu V. We had a wonderful night for the first one with Rob Rouse and Brennan Reese. And we had Katie Pritchard in the end. Mm. Uh, Daisy Earl couldn't make it. We had the wonderful musical comedian Katie Pritchard. So get yourself tickets for that. You can find out. Actually, I see you can find that information on my website, but I haven't put it on my website yet. We will yet. update it. My goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. I said, oh, dear, that time. Oh, oh. <laughs> It's all you it. want to say now, isn't it? it? You is. just want to go, my goodness. Oh, bye, Timothy. <laughs> um, we'll get that on the website straight away. I've got actual live gigs, uh, which is going to be interesting. The house. Like, physical gigs. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to change the n- nature of the podcast in some yeah. ways. People have been enjoying, I think, the back and forth between me and you. Well, uh, I hope so. <laughs> you can see that on the video. Stick around. That's a video extra there. But um, I don't want to say there'll be less of you on the podcast, Ellie, but it'll be a different type of feel for a lot of the podcasts because yeah. I'll be doing reports from gigs and journeys to and from gigs and that kind of thing. Talking of which, Ellie, mm. next week, should we do it? Oh, do we have to? I think we're going to have to. The journey oh. of the last stand-up gig that I went to that was so harrowing that I we, we, we went to try and tell it and then we just gave up and said, oh, we'll tell you another week and we've, okay. well, we've not. We'll, we'll have to arrange that for a day when I'm not at work yeah. so I can be emotionally prepared for it. That should be coming up next week. I'm already withdrawing, aren't I? Like, that should be coming up next week, maybe. Probably yeah. might. Yeah, we'll see. I did do a very strange gig last week. I was asked to do a bingo and comedy night for guide dogs. And I thought, this is massively impressive. You know, I know they're pretty well trained, but I didn't realise they could, you know, they had appreciation for humour and, and could play parlour games. But uh, maybe, because, you know, in lockdown, they can't train the guide dogs in the way that they would normally do by taking them out into the street and being handled and that kind of thing. So maybe they just going, oh, we've got to do something with these dogs. Oh, teach them how to play bingo, might as well. <laughs> Bit of scrabble, Fido. Uh, <laughs> woof, woof. How are you spelling that? I knew the dogs could play poker, obviously. We yeah, know that, yeah. don't we, bud? I didn't That's know they could play bingo. Up. Turns out, though, unfortunately, it was not a night for the actual guide dogs. It was for the service users mm. of the charity, the guide dogs charity. So, uh, But they were all blind people, and I didn't know whether it would be... You know, I'm fine with it, but I didn't know if they'd find it offensive saying, you know, blind 80. So I didn't know what the rules were behind that. So I picked on different disabilities. Yeah. You know, muscular dystrophy 70, that kind of thing. Keep it light, you know, for the, for the, the bingo. But I sort of feel if it's all right for the blind people to take the rap. Where does that come from? I don't know. Actually, can you look that up, Ellie? 
That'll be interesting to know where the blind stuff comes from. So I was shouting all the numbers out, all the different disabilities on its own, number two. Although, can you ever have a number two on its own? It's always followed by a little number one, isn't it? That's, that's one of your little theories, isn't it, Ellie? That came up on our third date or whatever it was. What, that you can never you have can a never have a number. You can never have a poo without having a wee. No, I don't think it's... And it's not something I'd thought about until I met you. I don't know. Is it possible? I mean, that's a, maybe that could be a scientific experiment. That's a new feature on the podcast. Now we've got ten listeners. About bingo numbers and the names associated with them. Yes. A duck and a crutch, 27. A duck in your crutch? <laughs> My goodness. It's so it's weird. It's just a bottle of champagne, I think, for winning. But it's so weird. So, uh, I've never heard of that. A duck and a crutch. I know. OK, so it says, origins of the numbers. A lot seem to have come from Cockney rhyming slang. 33 dirty knees. Never heard of that either. That's weird. I've heard uh, of legs 11. And then uh, famous numbers showing, so 50 is bullseye and 65 old age pension. 39, those famous steps. 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Is that because it's verse 23? Psalm, Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Yeah. So, I love that. How you go from like uh, slightly kind of, because some people kind of go like, oh, dinner for two, 69. And then I love this two idea. Two fat ladies. Two fat ladies. ladies. And then I love the idea of someone doing all those more saucy ones, you know, and then doing 23, the Lord is my shepherd, of course. <laughs> It really runs the whole gamut, doesn't it? Two is a duck, because it's like the head of the duck and then the body, like that. Right. And then seven is a crutch that you're leaning she's on. touching me here. So 27 is a duck you and a crutch. You don't know what she's... Oh, she said crutch. What were you putting your hands there for, then? Number one, Kelly's eye. Two, one little duck. Where's the blind thing from, then? I don't know. So 80, oh. Gandhi's breakfast, blind 80, or eight and blank. What? Gandhi's breakfast? Kelly's eye, but it's gone... Nelson's column are all one. I like the idea of making a song just from bingo numbers, just the names, without oh. saying what they are. One little duck, me and you. Oh, it's out. Baby's oh. done it. Doctor Who. That's brilliant. It rhymes. One little duck. It sounds like a rap, actually. One little duck, me and you. Baby's done it. Doctor Who. <laughs> Goodness I... me, I'm free, Debbie McGee. One little flea. So next week, I'm going to do a bingo okay. rap. Okay. Blind thirty, Burlington Bertie, speed limit, dirty Gertie, flirty thirty, blind twenty, getting plenty. <laughs> Prefix blind is used for the numbers 10 to 90 and is possibly a visual reference to zero looking like a single eye. Okay. Who doesn't Pompey whore? <laughs> I'm going to put all of these into a wrap. So that's coming up next week, as well as... Oh, what a shame. We might not be able to do the Halloween Journey special now, because I'm going to do a wrap. Who knows what next week will bring? Well, we really are backtracking from the Halloween Journey. Look, we'll see really what happens are. next week. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. The point was, get to my website and get seeing me doing some gigs. DavidEagle.co.uk slash gigs. At the David Eagle on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Eggs, we're going to have something to eat now, I think. Oh, I think that's a really good idea. Idea. Yeah, you can tell Ellie's not been... Well, Ellie's been a bit tired today because she's been at work all day. And so, weak. She's, and she's weak. All weak. All right. That's right. Talk about my weak prick. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be Thank back you. next week. Till then, from me, David Eagle. And me, Ellie Skinner. Goodbye. Bye. my goodness. Shall I tell you the best bit of advice I was ever given? And what I was told by somebody who uh, I respected a, a great deal was...